Hi, I'm Sierra. And I'm Aaron. And we teach beauty school. This is Beauty School Confidential. So today we wanted to talk about something that if you're in the beauty industry, you've definitely experienced mm -hmm. because it happens worldwide in the salon industry. And that's the idea of when the girl who stands next to you in the salon or the people who own the salon down the street start doing something really cool and getting some attention for it. Um, the temptation is to start maybe talking about them in a not so nice way, kind of being negative about it. And it comes from jealousy, I think. Yes. Um, but the title of this podcast episode is uh, What She's Doing is Cool. Because that's something that I've tried to adopt in my life is, is when I feel those feelings of jealousy creep in is to stop and think about it and realize that what I really want to say is what she's doing is cool. And maybe I wish I could do that. Or maybe I don't. But I just <laughs> want to recognize that, that she's doing something really cool. Yeah. And that's okay. Right? There's something I like to call candle blower outers. And I teach my kids this, that sometimes we do something cool or new or inventive and our flames are really big and bright. And someone else might see that and think it's dimming their light. And so they want to blow your candle out so that they can shine brighter. But that's not necessary. Like we can all burn bright and not have to take from anybody else's. Yeah, and like you said, like extinguishing someone else's excitement or or their expertise, that's not going to make you better. It's just mm -hmm. going to make you look bad, really. Yeah. Um, we have an experience that we want to talk about that happened to a student of ours. But uh, first, I want to talk about we see it at the school a little bit too. Yes. A little bit of healthy competition, I think, can be a positive thing for students. You know, mm -hmm. if they see somebody really excelling, that might push them to work harder. But it does get to a point sometime when maybe it's not as healthy or productive. Yes. We have some students, I feel like, that want to compete with their peers and want to do just as good as them. And maybe their skill set's not quite at that level yet. And so they kind of try to jump these levels and fake it till you make it, so to speak. Yeah. And it doesn't always make it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that that's important that we... Um, Think about the reason why we're pushing so hard. Is it because you're self-motivated? Is it because it's a goal you have? Or is it because you're looking at someone else and, and deep down you realize what she's doing is really cool? Mm -hmm. And and I think it's okay to be inspired by that, to say, wow, what she's doing is really cool and I'm going to get on her level. Yes. But then when it goes to the other side, that can be really that can be really damaging to someone as well. Because if you jump in with both feet to something that you know you're not ready mm -hmm. for, it's just overwhelming. And maybe look into what she did to get to that level. Maybe she worked her rear end off for hours and hours and hours, days and days, and it wasn't overnight. And to remember that and not to beat yourself up because you're not there. Well, and maybe ask her. Mm -hmm. Ask her for advice. If, if there's someone doing something that you think is cool, Go and talk to them about it. Become their friend. Pick their brain. I think most people are going to be really willing to share what they know. Yes. We deal with that even with, I would say, coworkers, being instructors at the school and noticing like we each have our strong points, right? We each have strong points, maybe a little bit of weaknesses. And I know when I started working as an instructor, I got a little rusty on perms because I wasn't 
doing those every day in the salon. And I had to pick another instructor's brain big time. Like, what would you use here and why? And please help me basically. And it was so helpful. I didn't feel like it was a competition and it was a great thing. I think that's one of the cool things about the school where we work. We have a really big staff. Well, I don't know, maybe the school you went to had that many employees. The school I went to did not. There were like yeah. four instructors for the entire school. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was a smaller school. Mm -hmm. But um, I mean, we have what? How many people? Uh, There's right nine, now? nine yeah. or 10 altogether. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not yes. all in the same location or we're not all working the same hours. But overall, there are, I think, nine people yeah. who all have different backgrounds. They all have different strengths. They all have different passions. Yes. Like what a neat opportunity to be able to pick different sort of people's brains. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I love to, if I ever have a situation where I don't feel 100% confident, I know that I can go up to you or any of our other um, coworkers for that matter and, and get a second opinion mm -hmm. or ask them like, hey, which you know, which color would you choose for this? Or yes, I know some people haven't ever used like Shades EQ that we carry mm -hmm. at the school and there's a learning curve there. So mm -hmm. to be able to ask questions and recognize that that's someone else's strength yeah. and I want to make it one of my strengths as well. Yeah. That's cool. And to have enough self-esteem to know it's okay that I don't know everything and that doesn't make me less of a person and I can learn from everyone. I think a lot of ego goes into that too. Mm -hmm. Like if you re if you um, admit that you don't know something, maybe you're a little bit afraid that that people are going to think, oh well, you're not good at your job, or yeah. you're not good at color because you don't understand this one quirky thing about this different color line. Mm -hmm. But our ego is such an enemy when it comes yes. to growth. I know that was one of my biggest fears when I started becoming an instructor was these students coming in, they expect me to know everything about everything and no one can, right? Yeah. And so to tell myself, it's okay to admit them, I'm going to research what you just asked me and I'll get back with you instead of pretending and... Or yeah. I think that's a great opportunity to like learn together. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what? I'm not positive. Let's double check on that. Yeah. We, we kind of laugh with some of our <laughs> students about like, yeah, let's go to the dispensary and watch a YouTube video of how to do this. <laughs> and we don't really do that, but um, we kind of joke about like, I think it would be surprising to us to learn how many people who are doing a great job, people we look up to, people who are professionals, people who are dentists, people who are doctors, people who are attorneys, they're they're researching they're looking yes. at other things they're learning about about their industry mm -hmm. as they go along and we have research at our fingertips now whereas before it'd have to be, you'd have to go to a class or you'd have to read a book in a library or something like that and so it's way easier to look up new things and new trends and yeah i think it's a great thing there's really no excuse to say like well i guess it's okay to say, I don't know, mm -hmm. but there's no excuse to say, I don't know. And I'm not going to learn yeah. unless that's just something you're not interested in. And you know, someone who is interested in that and doing that, then yeah, send them down the road, send them to your friend. Mm -hmm. But if you're in beauty school, especially like take that as an opportunity to say, I've never done that, but I would love to, would it yes. be okay if I do a little bit of research and have you come back another day? Mm -hmm. Let me practice that on my mannequin 10 times before yes. you come back. As a client, I think I would love that. I'd yeah. be like, heck yeah, that's amazing. You're way more confident in your student doing your hair or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
So uh, the reason this gets brought up, for me anyways, because it's something that it really has weighed on my mind since it happened, was we have a student at our school who was doing her friend's hair and um, her friend had colored her hair really, really dark and wanted to go back to her natural. And that's that's challenging mm-hmm. under the best circumstances. That can be really difficult. Yes. And so we were working with her and we had laid out several options. We were like, we could hit it really hard. You could come in all day long and pay a bunch of money and get it done in maybe one or two sessions. Or we could do this over the course of a year and just like put a full head of highlights in your hair and lighten you up a little bit. And then when you come back, we could do it again. And the one thing that the student said was she did not want to have highlights. That was not mm-hmm. on her plan. So we did a color remover. I don't think we did a bleach wash, but we did several color removers and we lifted her hair up pretty close to her natural level. But of course it was way warmer. Yeah. Just so hard to cancel out. <laughs> Which I think people think that they're special. They're like, well, my hair lifts red. <laughs> like, yeah. Everyone's does, <laughs> but her hair was pretty red. So we had lifted it as light as we could without using bleach because that was her request. And then we toned it and then we gave her a pretty like decent haircut. She wanted to take some length off. She was okay yeah. with that. She recognized that that was part of the process. Mm-hmm. And I felt like she left really happy. Yeah, she was fine. She understood it still was a little bit of a process more. Yeah. And then, of course, she had to return to get the toner refreshed because it it fades over time and it has to be redone. Mm -hmm. And I guess I didn't recognize that she was becoming more and more unhappy with the result as time went on. And I don't think it's because the result was bad. I think it's because maybe she changed her mind about what she was really going for. Yeah. And so what ended up happening was she booked an appointment at a salon in town. And the, the stylist who took her did a great job with her. But she did all the things that we gave her options for. Like she gave her highlights. She did several sessions. She cut even more hair off than we did. And then they got in the car and drove to where the student works, her part-time job after school, and like showed up just to show her this girl's hair. And the stylist went on to tell her like what a terrible job she had done. And she had to do a total correction. It was so sad. Not just that, had posted a video and said, here's a color correction I just did that was so much work. And and was kind of bad mouthing the student who had done the service on the, on the client. At a school, mind you. At yeah. a school <laughs> where she is, she's like 17 years old. She's mm-hmm. just learning how to do hair. And she has us, like I was involved in that process. Mm-hmm. I did the and consultation at one point too. Yeah. And, and I felt like we were being really true to what the client wanted because yes. we gave her those options. We oh, told yeah. her that we could have done highlights, yes. but that was never she was very aware. something she wanted mm-hmm. until this stylist took over and, and maybe she was, did a better job of explaining that that would get her closer to her goal. But I, I felt like she kind of changed horses midstream mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. The stylist took it as an opportunity to kind of brag about her own skills, which she is a skilled stylist, Mm -hmm. but also to kind of put down our student for the work that she had done. Yes, which was really, really sad. Like this is a student who was super confident in color and cuts and was doing a really good job, especially for the level she was at, right? What do you say? And the time constraint. Yes. Our student was only at school for three hours a day. So Mm -hmm. we have to get started right away. 
And in order to do a real color correction, that was one of the deterrents when we yeah. talked about bleach in the first place was just the, the time constraint. Mm -hmm. In and order even, to get the best results in three hours, these are kind of our options. Yes. And even that girl didn't have that much time because she had school. Right. So, yeah, definitely. And I think it was just an overall really sad experience for her. Yeah. And we saw her her light kind of dim a little bit, which broke my heart. I don't know about you. But. Well, and, and it has continued to affect her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it could have been handled a different way. I don't think there's anything wrong with this client going to a salon just because of the things we talked about. There were time constraints, there were issues, um, as far as what she would allow and would not allow to happen to her hair. Um, and, and really the end result did turn out beautiful. Nothing was wrong with any of that situation until they went to the place where the student works mm. and kind of berated her yeah also she works at a coffee house so it was busy <laughs> like she had work to do yeah. and they wanted to like stand there at the counter and, and tell she felt her humiliated yeah, yeah like there her co-workers were around i don't know if her boss was there but she's close to her boss or who her boss was at the time yes and and i think it was really humiliating for her rather than yes. saying like hey what you did was really cool and look what mm -hmm. it allowed me to do because of all the hard work you'd been putting in over, I mean, it had been a year probably. Yes, it had been a while. Oh, so sad to me. <laughs> so I dream about working in an industry where instead of, instead of feeling like we need to talk bad about someone else in order to make our light shine brighter, we just recognize like everything that people are paying money for has value. Obviously it has value or they wouldn't have clients coming to them. Yes. They wouldn't have people loving their hair, taking selfies out of the salon. And I think when we start to talk bad about what other stylists are doing, we're not just, we're definitely not hurting the other stylist. Like no. I said, they already did the client. That client's already <laughs> sitting in their chair. Everybody made that money. <laughs> it's not getting us new clients by behaving that way. Mm -hmm. The only thing it's doing is hurting feelings and making clients feel like maybe they were taken advantage of. It, it kind of leaves some distrust in the industry. Yes. I feel like you can't really trust anyone when it comes to that sort of thing. Yeah. And even having someone in your chair, and if they start talking bad about another stylist, I don't know if you've had this experience, like I'll be doing a haircut and they're like, the last person to just awful with my hair. Like, have you heard that. of this stylist? I yeah. hate that. Oh, it's horrible. That's but a red flag. Awkward situation, yeah. Yeah, because you know the second any they have a hair out of place, they're gonna go to someone else and bash you. And yeah, we don't need that. We don't need candle blower outers. <laughs> candle blower outers. <laughs> I'm gonna that's my term now. Which we need t-shirts. <laughs>
a lot of windows. Yeah. Like there are windows in the doors when you first walk in. Mm-hmm. And then there are side doors that are like emergency exits. Yeah. That don't have windows. So we had to like prop open the doors, just trying to get as much light as possible yes. in the building. And it's pretty dark outside, so it still was Yeah, because it was storming. <laughs> yes. So it was kind of fun. I was helping someone finish their haircut, and they still needed to like use the edgers and all that to clean up the little hairs on the neck. And obviously you can't see. Well, and so... Of course they're not battery operated either, <laughs> so we didn't have power to run the edgers. Yes. So, Aaron, tell me what your class... <laughs> so, my class was just getting into their lockers when the power went out. So, everybody's lockers wide open. There's stuff falling out all over the ground. And then it's pitch black in that classroom. So, immediate, I'm like, open the doors. We get a little bit of light in there so we can at least see where we're going. And they were still trying to get out their tools. They're so good. They were still trying to get out their tools, their They're combs. So They're like, oh, how are we going to do this in the dark? And I finally was like, you guys, we're, we're not. We're not going to start something in the pitch black. And then I looked out on the floor and I noticed that there are several clients still being done. So I tell them, everybody get out your phone, turn on your flashlight and go find somebody who's working on a client and just hold the light like above, <laughs> above their heads. Yes. So I had what, about six or seven of your students come over. Huddle around. Yes. Yeah. Huddled around and help shine a light while I helped my student finish up. Basically, I had to do sheer, like, on her skin skin. (laughs) to finish up her haircut. And the client loved it. She was having such a blast. Yeah, it was the time of her life. She said this was the most unique haircut she's ever had in her life. And she's had a lot of haircuts. She even texted the student later and was like, (laughs) I loved that. And I was like, well, when the lights come back on and you get a look in the mirror, I hope you still love (laughs) it. I know. I was a little nervous about that. Her her hair was pretty transparent, too. I'll say that. (laughs) No, but it it, it looked good. Yes. Um, and it was really cool to see the girls like working together, holding yes. lights for each other. I was dying because I had posted about it. And we had another student say, hey, you had six flashlight holders? I only had two. And she, I forgot at the time, but she was in the middle of an eyebrow wax. Oh, I sent, I sent students over there. Yeah, so she did have two flashlight holders, but she was jealous that I had like six oh, or seven. The <laughs> wax was not as fun to watch, I guess. Yes. As the, it's a good thing she was doing the wax, though, because the, that wax would yeah. cool off pretty quickly. and it was quickly. still warm. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a really good time. But it, overall, looking back, I thought how cool it was because everything lined up. It, the water had been out, so we weren't able to take perms, colors, all those different things. Had we had water, (laughs) we would have had a floor full of those. Full of chemical services. And then the lights go out and we're in the middle of it trying to figure out how to dunk their head in a toilet, basically. Or like we could have gone out to the parking lot. There's a deep puddle out there. We could have rinsed foils out in that puddle. That might have been okay. Lay down. (laughs) Do like snow angels. Yes. I was hoping we didn't run out of water in the spray bottles for haircuts. Like it Because like we weren't sure all day if we had water or not. Mm -hmm. It seemed like it was working. But nobody was confident enough to, to say... Start a service. Ooh, it sounds like we might get Thunder. another storm. Yeah, we better wrap this up before the power goes out. <laughs> we can't do this by flashlight. <laughs> At the end of the day, we were... They finally decided to call school and we had to go home early. And so... <laughs> One of our coworkers went around the building making sure that all the doors were locked because we had propped all the emergency exits open. 
And there was a student outside doing a haircut. And I feel bad because I got her started and I forgot she was outside. (laughs) So you knew that she went outside? I didn't know she'd gone outside. I was like, we could have locked you out and just left. Yes. I gave her a guide and stuff and then I went inside dealing with all the other chaos. And it was lighter outside. (laughs) But... (laughs) What a mess. It was funny. But yeah, the things that happen, you got to be creative. You got to think on your toes. You got to be on your toes. Roll with the punches. Absolutely. (laughs) But yeah, that was pretty funny. Well, that's all we have today for Beauty School Confidential. Until then... Make good choices. And never stop learning. If you want to hear more of Beauty School Confidential, subscribe to our podcast. We release new episodes every second and fourth Thursday of the month. And follow us on Instagram at Beauty School Confidential, where you can see behind the scenes content and interact with us.